How's it going, everyone? Welcome back to Hashtag Spread the Sand Season 2. I'm your host, Dylan Thompson, and with me in today's episode are returner Megan Wharton, captain of the United States Women's Beach Soccer National Team, and Rebecca Staler and Ashley Triplett of HRSC Elite and Beach Soccer VB. These three women have been grinding on and off the sand to get their game ready for the national team camp, and we have a great discussion about beach soccer coming up for you. If you have a second, please like, rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast on whatever platform you're listening on because it helps grow the show and the beautiful game along with it. Without further ado, hashtag spread the sand season two, episode 12 with Megan, Rebecca, and Ashley. One thing that I noticed is kind of across the board, and Megan, I know we've talked a little bit about this in yours, but you all three are college soccer athletes, correct? I think Rebecca, Virginia Wesleyan for a little bit, and then NC Wesleyan, uh, Ashley Chawan. I think you just got inducted to the Hall of Fame as well for your I athletics. Did good. good research. <laughs> and then uh, <laughs> Megan, I know we talked about you at Ohio Dominican. So one question I guess that's interesting for me when it comes to beach soccer is how do you feel like being a, a college soccer athlete did anything transition from that when you started to play beach? I'd say for me, it was not necessarily the skills or anything, um, clearly, because going from turf to sand is the biggest issue. Um, but more of like just that competitive drive. Um, when you go into college, like you're being introduced to all like other amazing players and you kind of have to start from scratch as a freshman um, and work your way, whether it's into the starting lineup, things like that. Um, so I think for me, it was like that competitive drive translated over to beach because again, with beach, like you kind of start new and you kind of have to work your way back with those basic skills. Yeah, and I would say for me, it was, when you leave college, you miss like a piece of you leaves too. And just your heart is broken because you miss that friendship with your teammates and you miss going out every day and practicing and just having that bond with people. So when I started transitioning or saw the opportunity to join beach soccer and get a league going here and things like that, I kind of feel like a part of me is put back into place. I was like, oh man, kind of that competitive drive, but you never know what you have until it's gone. So when you leave college, you're just like, man, that was it. Is only four years um, until you get the bill, of course. And that's enough time. <laughs> but, you know, being back on the end, I make new friends. There's competitive drive there. I'm so excited to be hanging out with people consistently. And I have like that camaraderie back in my life. And I really miss that. So that's how I feel. There's something about like just being with a team and like a group of women that you can count on. No different than like going to your college classes and have to stay up late and do homework. Like I'm going to practice coming back in and logging back into my day job, you know, to finish up some emails and it's really managing that time and, and getting to be that competitive with such a great group. And we've got surgeons on our team. We've got teachers on our team and for them to be able to step out of that, come to practice and like go hard and cheer each other on. And what a, it's just such a cool thing. That's bad. I didn't know there were surgeons on y'all's team. That's pretty, that's pretty legit. Um, so a little bit, Becca and Ashley just came from a morning session. Um, that's awesome. I, I, that's, I feel like a grind that, like you said, if you have 
a full-time job that obviously soccer beach soccer, at least I feel like isn't a lot of people's full-time jobs. Like it's, it's something that you do because you're passionate about it. Um, I guess for, for that, for that morning session, um, what did that look like? You, you all went out there with Pacheco and uh, what, what I guess drives you to get out to those morning sessions. So for me, um, because of my job, even though I do get to make my own hours, um, the market, real estate market is crazy. So being able to know that like at six o'clock I can get out there, get my touches. Um, and if I have free time later on the day and get extra touches, that's great. But if not, I know that I've kind of checked that off my box and did what I need to do to better myself, better my team, whatever I can do um, to help. So for me, it's just, I know that I have a window when I can get it done. So I'm going to go get it done. And I know Ashley, for instance, like sometimes afternoons work better for her and that's when she goes out. But at the end of the day, I know my teammates putting in work. Um, so I actually just post about this on Instagram. So it'd be disrespectful for me to not find time to put in work for my team to better them and better myself as well. So that's kind of my motivation behind it. Yeah, reps are reps, right? So really getting out of bed is like, okay, we had a training last night. I really want to perfect this technique or this habit, and it's just getting it in. So, I mean, I popped out of bed this morning, and I'm not a morning person. <laughs> I was just ready to go. Like, let's fix, you know, that touch I had last night. Let's perfect this technique so I can move on. I mean, this game is so unforgiving that all you can do is just rep and rep and rep and rep. And so and that's, that's just what gets me back in the sand every day. Megan, I know you being up in Ohio, uh, the, the snow hit you a little, a little quicker than everyone else, <laughs> at least on this call. Um, how did that impact you and your scheduling? You know, I know you also work as a graphic designer and, you know, you trying to find sand is, is tough, especially when it's below freezing at some points in time. So what does that, what does that look for you? Um, for us up here in Ohio, it is, it's difficult because you kind of have to balance like working on those touches, just like Ashley said, like you definitely want to get those reps in, but then you also kind of have to be like, is it that safe to go on frozen sand and possibly like turn an ankle injuries and things like that. So for us up here, once it gets to be so cold, um, we have indoor places that we've tried to work with, but unfortunately they just have no zero interest. And if they do, they want to charge us an arm and a leg and a half a kidney. Um, so for us, it's more about like, if we can't get touches on the sand, let's play indoor in leagues. Let's try to be as fit as possible because that's one thing that you can constantly work on is your fitness. And let's be honest with beach soccer. I feel like every time I finish a game, I'm like, wow, I wish I was in better shape. So that's the biggest thing during the off season for us up here. It's just, if it's one, like if you can't control the weather where you can find sand, you can at least control, I can get to the gym. I can run outside. I can work on that cardio and that fitness, which is huge with beach. So that's what we at least try to do. I know for me personally with, cold conditions like that I would break a toe hands down like I would pull up try to kick the ball and break my toe so definitely can appreciate wanting to be safe in that respect and from what I've seen you've supplemented it with like going to the gym and maybe getting like a, a hit workout in or something like that like anything you can do to kind of keep your heart rate up yep. um, and to, to talk about Ashley you're you're wanting to get out of bed and everything like 100% like it's got to be consistent right like 
it'll suck at the beginning, similar to like a New Year's resolution or something. It'll it'll be tough at the the front of it, but once you kind of get it rolling and you know it's more accustomed, you get your body used to it. Uh, I feel like that definitely helps. And then obviously being passionate about what you're doing, like that doesn't hurt either. Yeah, once you're up and doing it, and like once you, I mean, once I show up and get my toes in the sand, like I'm like volume is up like you just kind of turn on and you're ready to go and ready to fix that rep and once you have like such a great play you know a good connection with a teammate you're just fired up so I could spend all day in the sand once I get out there but I unfortunately have a full-time job (laughs) (laughs) fair enough um so another thing that y'all have in common is that you most recently played in the uh national beach soccer league uh one of their first their their id camp essentially i think that was the first id camp one that they did outside of just the miami group they've been working with um and to my knowledge you all were on separate teams is that true or ashley and megan together i I think yeah we were together ashley and i were together Okay. So how was that? Rebecca, we'll get to your, your soul experience in a second, but how was that meeting each other, um, playing with a group of girls that you probably didn't necessarily know right away, but I'm sure it was a quick bond as, as quick as you could. Type deal. It was one of those where, again, Dylan, you and I have talked about like through social media that you follow people, you root them on through their stories or their posts, but then when you actually like meet them in person it's like oh my gosh like I've watched you throw bikes and I'm really excited to like either defend against it or cheer you on to do it and things like that so for me like obviously through Virginia Beach played against Ashley played against Rebecca and things like that but then kind of having the bond of training every Friday with Francis with them and things like that and then being able to actually physically play against them play with them it's so much fun. Like you just are so excited to actually have that physical, like, oh my gosh, you're in person. I can put like a face to an Instagram profile and things like that. So it's just, again, it's that beach family. You're just excited to play with them, play against them, everything. Yeah. It's like trying to read like people you've never played with before and always played against, you know, you get to read each other a little bit differently and And I just, I loved it because I had you on my team and I was like, I'm just going to learn so much. So a lot of it was like, just kind of being quiet, absorb what I can from every single moment and every single huddle that we had. And then the communication on the field, you just, you learn so much from, you know, we play here, but it's predictable. You know, I know what Becca's going to do by the time she takes her first step. So really, really being uncomfortable and getting comfortable in those uncomfortable situations with new players was super rewarding. And I mean, can we talk about like the support from like you guys, you know, you guys are the elitist of the elite to have you have our backs and cheer us on and be able to connect with you guys. is super, super rewarding. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. I think the biggest thing was just like understanding that we were all there for a reason, for a certain reason. And to just know that like, yeah, like Ashley, you said, we have each other's back. Let's communicate. Let's over communicate and just kind of make sure everyone's on the same page as like, Hey, we're a team. Yes. We've played against each other before with our clubs and things like that, but we all have like a common goal that weekend. Yeah. Rebecca, did you kind of feel the same vibe? Did you, well, for one, I guess, did you have any of the teammates that you had played with before or against similar deal? Like, did you kind of feel the same thing that Megan and Ashley are portraying? Yeah, for sure. I, so the only person on my, well, I actually had two people from Virginia 
on my team. I had Tina and Tina so that was really nice because Tina and I have played um, defense together in San Diego. So her and I kind of had a rotation. We were good. Um, and then Andrea obviously is our goalkeeper. So I knew what type of ball she would be throwing. So um, I felt a little bit more, I would say, secure. Um, I know Ashley talked about being like uncomfortable um, situation, but being comfortable. I was like, I'm comfortable and comfortable because I play with these people all the time. Um, but the only thing that was like, I was super proud of my team for and everything like that is, um, we had like, um, I'll call it a hiccup. Lauren Leslie ended up getting hurt pretty early in the tournament. And I was, you know, that was just scary in and of itself and all of that. But, um, my team like rallied together and had each other's backs and we just, had to shift formation and figure it out. So I was really and really proud to be a part of that moment because that was like the adversity was already there with playing the new people we played with before, but then taking out someone that like kind of, I mean, she, she was just setting the tone for us all the time. Um, and seeing us being able to bounce back from that, that like really made my heart happy. I was like, you know, like this about and the fact that she was still injured and coming out to support us um I think from that tournament I not only like saw the skill but I was like you know this is the epitome or image of beach soccer and this is why we do what we do yeah yeah when Francis and I talked about this he was like the the women just made a group chat right away and they like started texting each other and I was just like that is something in my mind that like I don't know if it's because I'm a man or not, but like, that's just not what I think of right away. And so the fact that you all started building chemistry right away, like that puts you on a leg up on us, like instantly. Cause as soon as you get to it, you like know each other's names. You like talk about, you know, whatever and feel more comfortable talking to each other. Like, that's awesome. And Francis, Francis kind of geeked out about that too. He was like, that's, that's the supportive community that we want like that. And a hundred percent, like, and to me, what I could appreciate about this event is like, in my eyes it was essentially like a a camp but not a camp right like you get to go and see how players that have played for the national team players that are you know maybe on the cusp of getting there and like everything in between like you kind of see how they interact with each other what their attitude is like um and I mean Megan how did it feel seeing you know a larger pool of players come in and, you know, start to play the sport that you've been a part of and, you know, represent the States for, how did that feel for you from looking in? It is quite honestly, you see everyone working their butt off and it is just extremely exciting because you, the culture that like we have, like we want to see other players succeed we want to see other players continue to get better whether it's like get that flick and the bike on the first time or free kicks and things like that like you want to constantly push everyone to that next level and be and create that excitement um because we definitely want the national team to have that type of culture where it is highly competitive, but it's also super respectful and people feel comfortable because for different events, you're going to have different rosters depending on who can make it, who can't and things like that. So the biggest thing is having 
players that are interchangeable and they can just hit the ground running um, if they're asked to come to an event and things like that. So just seeing everyone play together is just, it's exciting. Again, you want to see each individual player, whether they were just introduced to the pool or if they've been in the pool for a while. And like you said, they're right on that edge. You want to see them succeed because if they're succeeding, they're killing it. That means that's only good things for the team in the future. No doubt. Um, Rebecca, I do want to touch on and highlight um, the fact that you did get the rising star award. What did that mean for you? Um, did you expect it? You know, what, what exactly was that experience for you? Um, yeah. So one definitely was not expecting it. In fact, when they said my name, I didn't even hear my name. Tina actually pushed me forward. It's like, they said your name, go up there. And I was like, Oh, I didn't even know. Um, so definitely was not expecting it. Um, honestly, uh, it was pretty exciting. And just because since San Diego a year ago, um, myself and my team and, my coaches have been putting in work nonstop. Um, I literally feel like we've been in sand every minute of every day, um, which I'm not complaining about, but <laughs> it was a lot of work. Um, and so to get that, it was kind of like, man, Virginia Beach is like on the right path. We're doing the right thing. So wasn't expected at all, but definitely appreciated and just brought it home for me and I think even some of my teammates came up afterwards and they were like, we're doing all the right things. Like, this is great. So, um, and the fact that my team hyped me up too, like that was just really awesome. So it was. We, we all felt that for you. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And I mean, you know, when you get an individual award like that, it's obviously very, you feel all the emotions, you're excited, you're proud, but you got to look back and see where the foundation was and what helped you get that award so like even though I got that I was like this was a team effort like my teammates make me stay on the sand and do extra reps my you know Anna made me stay out and bike till like three o'clock in the morning Ashley will like kind of get on me she's like you can have a better touch than that so even though it was an individual award I feel like it was like an award that we could take back to Virginia Beach together as I was to say, it had to make your heart feel good as a player and your teammates, I'm sure too, like the grind that you're putting in is it's working, like to be able to see it kind of work and reflect on that event. But then also I had to feel good for Tina, Jose and Pacheco for knowing that the early mornings they do with you all, uh, the extra nights that they do with you all, um, you know, as a coach, they can always, I'm sure, reflect on that and be stoked too. So that's awesome. Congrats again, uh, Rebecca. One thing, talking about coaching in Virginia Beach real quick, um, you all had youth camps come up recently. Um, how stoked were you to be able to host stuff like that for the youth? Um, it's, it's indoors, thankfully, because if you don't know, Virginia Beach is a little cold right now, and I don't know if, if we're going to break our toes as adults, we definitely don't want that to happen for the, for the young ones. But how, how are those camps going, and are you seeing a lot of uh, return in – you know, hype around the game for the kids. Yeah, I love the response we've gotten from the youth clinics. I mean, it started as just an idea of how can we get back and how can we fund a facility to train, you know, without asking our players to pay out of pocket. And um, Tina and I are both coaches for Beach FC, so we were like, we have a whole pool of players that we can kind of 
fill a gap in training. So we know when their season ends for um, outdoor soccer, we know when they're doing futsal. So let's fill those gaps and try and fill that with what we're now experts on and give them something different. Um, so we pitched this round as like kind of like a cross training. So we get them inside um, and we do like agility stations and we teach them like some basic techniques. And the fact that the nine-year-olds pick it up so quickly is incredible. So I think I've learned a lot about my technique from having to like slow it down and reteach it and them showing me up. I'm like, oh, okay, Coach Ashley better get on it. Um, but once the kids are in the stand once, their parents like love it. I think and no different than like our actual players, new players that we bring into the sand to play with us. It takes one day and they fall in love with the freedom and the touches and the, you know, their favorite part is the bicycle kick because I get to fly in the air. And um, if I could make sand goggles to give them all sand goggles, I think they'd stay even longer than the two hours, but um, it's awesome. And once they show up once, I mean, they're signed up again for the next Wednesday and this past Monday I think we had 28 kids register so the fact that we can post it and have these parents hop on and share with their teams and share with people that we haven't even met yet um half the crew is new on Monday too so to be able to find those new players and teach them and have them love it and them sign up again for tonight's clinic is pretty fantastic um so I'm hoping that you know we keep it on the calendar keep growing um, I mean, Beach Soccer BB eventually would love to sponsor like a youth team, you know, and have them wear our same jerseys and we put them in the NASSC tournament and they're the ones that'll take our place, you know, when we can't play. So there's so many layers of goals, but it's been awesome. You have young girls who flick it better than me when I was like 21. Like the fact that they're, they're flicking it up as high as their head and I struggled to get it up to my shin at one point. I remember that. So it's crazy. I was like, Briar, I was like, let me teach you this one time scoop. I was like, plant your foot here and just kind of hop into it. And she's like, okay, no problem. Whoop, whoop. And I was like, okay, so I'm, <laughs> I'm going to teach you for the next, I've got an hour and a half with you left. Like what's next? <laughs> That's amazing. And it also has to help too, that they, I mean, they look up to you as in this kind of game, like professionals essentially, right? Like to some regard, like you're coaching them through the game that you're also trying to navigate as well. That's got to kind of feel good too. Right. Right. Like we're still learning. Right. So like, how do we learn by making mistakes? You know, I, I abide by that philosophy as well, you know? Um, so for them to look at us with our jerseys on, you know, it's just because we're taller, you know, we're the experts is how we're pitching it. But I mean, every single one of my teammates can show up to the clinic and be in a station with one of the kids and push them. And, you know, their eyes are on you just because you have the jersey on, but you know, they're learning from all of us. So it's, it's pretty awesome. Megan, I'm curious, since we're talking a little bit about the future of, you know, women's beach soccer and everything, uh, do you have any goals that you'd like to share on, on the front of women's beach soccer that you would like to see achieved? I know this is kind of putting you on the spot, but. <laughs> um, wow, that is actually putting me on the spot. Um, so for me, I think about like the Anoc Beach Games, like getting there and competing the way you did there and then obviously wanting to come back with a medal or, you know, when pushing towards a, a Women's Beach Soccer World Cup, like what, what comes to mind for you, even could be Wildest Dreams type deal? <laughs> um, first thing I think that comes to mind would be just like, I want to show off so bad just all the improvements that we've made um, within the past like year and a half. Cause the last time obviously we competed was the world beach games. 
um, in the fall of 2019. So I think individually as players, we've each made huge progress. Um, so for me, it's just, just so eager to show that progress that we've made with creating our own style of play. Um, I think when we competed in 2019, we were still learning how to play with each other, how to kind of play the game in general. And we didn't have like our own style nailed down yet. And I think now if we were to compete, it would be the same type of grit, the same type of grind, the same type of athleticism, but those actual like beach skills, knowledge of the game and things like that have improved tremendously. So for me, it's just, yes, awards, World Cup for the women's would be amazing, but like one step at a time, I just want to show off what we have done, how like hard we've worked and just like the improvements all together. Because I think now that we're moving forward um, and having all of these events like NBSL and then uh, Beach Soccer LA is putting together also a league that happens once a month. Um, all of these opportunities to play is just perfect for us to continue to work together, continue to learn each other's playing style and just, again, just compete, compete and improve for sure. No doubt. That's a great answer. See, I put you on the spot and you, you pulled it <laughs> out. It's all good. Um, so we'll get into some of these questions because we do have, we have a handful, I think which are a handful that are good for sure. Um, Anna actually sent me a, a huge message that I'm excited to dig into. I'm not going to lie. Um, so I do have one question. It's actually from Beach Soccer VB. So I'm kind of intrigued to see who sent that one. But why is y'all's passion for beach soccer uh, more than grass soccer? Or is it? I would imagine so, but I'm just asking. Ooh, I think it is. I mean, I think it is. One, it's better on the knees. Uh, sure. The sand is so much nicer on the knees. I will be honest about that. But there's something about, like, relearning the technique and, like, the freedom of not all the equipment, but there's something about at practice when you connect and you have that great path and that great connection with the teammate and a great play that just, like, fills you up and you just want to do it again. And things happen so quickly in this sport for me that it kind of just keeps you so engaged and so active. Um, I think that's why my passion is, you know, there now. I think naturally, too, we're all competitors. Um, and with beach soccer, it, you always are – it's like a roller coaster. You'll have a great day. You'll have a bad day. You have a great day. You have a bad day. So with this sport, um, it forces you to have to continue to work um, all the time. And I, I mean, I love that. I'd rather be working, but I feel like with grass soccer, um, it's like, okay, I've learned how to place it. Okay. I put too much, you know, behind the ball and now it's out of bounds. Like you kind of, I feel like with grass soccer, you perfect things a little bit quicker where sand soccer, it's like, well, let's see if today's going to be a good day or a bad day. So you have to work harder to perfect those things. Yeah, I'd agree with that for sure. It's the, there's no predictability whatsoever. So it's constantly changing. It's extremely humbling for sure. Um, and it's just, I don't know, it's always fun to say like, oh, I play pro beach soccer and people will be like, wait, what, what is that? And then 
you explain it to them and they're like, whoa, that actually sounds way cooler than turf. So it's kind of fun to get that reaction as well. Turf can be unforgiving too. I don't know how many times I've gotten strawberries on my, my thighs or something from slide tackling or what have you. So I definitely feel for that. Um, so we'll get into to Anna's questions. Um, what are some challenges y'all are facing uh, training virtually with the national team? Well, I guess, you know, it's, it's obviously different than some of the, for Rebecca and Ashley, I know that y'all have the opportunity to train with each other and Anna. Um, but I guess what is, what are the struggles it being virtually and compared to, you know, a team training? I mean, I think virtually, like you're just on your own. So it's really just you and your touch, you know, and you're trying to get feedback from someone who you hope is in a camera like this, you know, and, <laughs> and if it happens to scroll by your page, when you have that, you know, one time you didn't go in right and the ball goes away, you're like, Oh, yep. I know. I got it. So it's, it's hard because when team training on Tuesdays, you know, we've got Tina's eyes on us, like, Hey, here's how you can fix this. Here's how you can fix this. Um, I mean, on the other end of it, like how fantastic of an opportunity that, you know, Rebecca and I probably didn't think that we would have that happened because we could do it virtually, you know, every Friday we've gotten all this fitness in because of it. But, you know, again, it's hard cause you're not, I can't pass Megan a ball. Um, to connect with her that way, but you know, we're still getting the rest in. So I'm extremely grateful. I think the challenge here too is, well, especially for me, um, I'm not tech savvy. So like trying to set up the camera. So I'm like, and then I'll, you know, I'll be running and then it's like, Oh, um, great scoop. And I'm like, Oh, okay. He saw that one. And then like, I'll have like that scoop. And then I feel like, man, I just feel like my bad touches are like on the big screen every single time <laughs> we're on Francis Friday. Oh man. But you know, like, I think that is the thing too, is one, like just the technology behind it, um, setting it up just to make sure that, you know, Francis and whoever is on that call can see everything. But then also, you know, you have to keep in mind the men and the women are training together. So he has eyes on so many people all at once. So, um, you know, it's just a lot to take in, but at the same time, kind of like Ashley was saying, we probably wouldn't have this opportunity if it wasn't for technology. So um, you got to take the good with the bad on this one, but it's been really fun. I feel like I'm getting fit on Fridays for sure. Um, until like Megan said, you play a game and they're like, never mind, I wasn't fit at all. So. <laughs> you definitely got to appreciate Francis grouping people together and throwing them up on a story with some nice music. Uh, you know, it's, it's a big shout out for sure. Megan, what about you? What do you think virtually has been a, a challenge? It's, I think the challenge virtually is like you want to, I constantly want to like watch everyone else and be like cheering them on and giving them that support. But like, you obviously can't because you're working your butt off uh, as it is. So just kind of that awkward pull of, I want to support everyone else I'm training with, but obviously you can't. And then just kind of figuring out again, Ashley, like you said, just like motivating yourself. Am I really going 50% when he's telling us to go 50%? Am I actually going 80% and I just don't know how to gauge my effort right now? Am I going to be exhausted in 20 minutes? Um, so just kind of, uh, kind of regulating yourself and knowing all right, this is a warm up. Let's chill out. Let's not go at 99%. And then knowing when to push yourself and things like that has been a little bit of a struggle because 
obviously when you train in person with people, you're like, oh, okay, my 50% is the same as yours. Sounds about right. Okay, we got this. And then by yourself, you're just kind of like, well, let's go for it. That's awesome. Uh, I actually did see that Francis did throw us a question. And his question is, how did you get involved with beach soccer? So we can start, Megan, we can start with you. I know we talked a little bit about Columbus beach soccer. I feel like was your start playing with, uh, I think Jared Dombrowski, was he the one who introduced you a little bit and the co-ed team? Yeah. So I, um, my best friend, Nikki Flory, who also trains with us on Fridays, she had invited me to the Virginia beach tournament. And originally I was like soccer in the sand. This sounds amazing. But <laughs> obviously a beach weekend like a good time (laughs) right and to be completely honest like I was not a fan played that first game and I was like I hate this this is terrible I just tried to shoot it and I think I like broke my ankle because it just hit a sand divot um so that was my first experience and that was when I was like all right this is actually really frustrating that I used to be I used to, I was pretty good at soccer. And then all of a sudden you put me on sand and it's like a slap in the face. Um, so that's what kind of started it. It was like, wait a minute. I know I'm good at this. We're going to keep working at it. So that's how it started. And then just playing co-ed, yeah, with Columbus BSC, um, the soccer in the sand tournaments we went to as like a group of friends. And then obviously we're just extremely competitive. So wanted to compete, wanted to win. And that's, Kind of where I started. Ashley, what about you? Um, so we obviously live next door to like a huge tournament. So I've always kind of played um, yearly in an ASSB, just in like a college open division. Um, obviously with permission from your college to play because there's this like, you know, stigma that sand soccer is just rough and broken toes and all this stuff. Um, but we kind of got plucked. Um, I don't want to speak for Becca too, but I think it's pretty similar from our playing outdoor co-ed after college for a league here, Savisa League, um, on, at our HRSB complex. And Erin Footland, um, she's actually one of the players on Savisa, kind of pulled a bunch of players that she knew who were good outdoor and said, you know, hey, we're trying to start a women's division here. Would you want to be on a pro-am beach team? And we we're kind of like, yeah, sure. Sign us up, you know. We had no clue, like zero idea of what we were getting ourselves into. And, um, you know, we had a great first tournament and I think we had so much fun training together and trying to figure out how to juggle and how to keep the ball up and how to make plays and connect. And it was kind of addicting. And I think it took us a couple of years. And then after San Diego to realize, holy cow, like we want to learn this game of beach soccer. We don't just want to play sand soccer. We don't just want to hop in and go play a game. We want to learn it and do it right and figure out the technique and slow the game down and make it as pretty as we watch on TV. So um, that's kind of, that's kind of where I started. (laughs) Awesome. Becca, same, same deal. A little bit of, a little bit of intertwining there. Yeah. A little intertwining. Mine was a little different. So I feel like, um, Ashley was like energizer bunny when it came to beach soccer and fitness. like she was like oh beach soccer we're gonna get beach soccer started and I was like oh whoa, whoa. so it actually was a little convincing from um, I'll never forget it I was at indoor and I play with this girl named Allison who played beach soccer with us and she's like are you gonna come play for this team I was like look I've gotten the emails I've gotten texts like 
I'm good. I play for three teams every summer. And then she's like, but we're really trying to create a pro team. I was like, as soon as she said pro, I was like, what? A pro team? And then I was like, okay. So then I was like, went out to practice. And then when they were just doing everything that they were doing, you know, just we were trying to scoop, but we didn't really know what scooping was, but we knew we needed to get the ball up in the air. So we were like, let's just try to pick it really hard and someone keep it up while we juggle. I was like, okay, this might be fun. And then everything started falling into place. I was like, oh, I'm kind of feeling like flashback to college days and consistent practices. So it took a little bit more convincing for me, um, but definitely glad that Allison stalked me at the field house to find me and tell me to come out. I made some of my best friends on this team and everything like that, so. Awesome. Uh, got a question from the Handball Ninja. Uh, what 11 v 11 player uh, would make the best beach player and why? So either from the women's game or the men's game on grass, what, what player comes to mind for you all? I know we've even had the opportunity for the, the women's national team to play a couple of games too, which has been cool to see. Does anyone have a field player that comes to mind? Oh, geez. Wouldn't it be crazy to see like Ibrahimovic playing like the beach game? Like he's ginormous and he's always in the air. <laughs> When he's 70 years old, I'm sure he'll play beach soccer. Like Exactly. Yeah, I think I'm going to go like super cliche here, but like if Mia Hamm was in her prime just because she was so dirty when she was playing, like, and, and I mean, in her grit to be the best of the best was insane. So I would love to see her like on a sand pitch and killing it out there. Yeah, I would, I remember when, U.S. Soccer first put the article out that they were starting a women's beach team. Um, they had posted, obviously, on their Facebook. So reading all the comments. And someone had said Tobin Heath. And I actually thought about that. I was like, wow, she, because she is so, like, cheeky and technically, I mean, flawless. I feel as if she would be able to flick it on her first try and show all of us up. I think Tobin Heath would be one of those I'd be interested to see for sure, just because she is technically, again, flawless. I agree with that. I think Tobin Heath, I play a little bit of FIFA, and when they put women in the game, she had five-star skills, and she was just a baller. So, like, I definitely I definitely agree with that. Um, another thing that I think about, a little bit on the flip side of that, I'm a huge Rose Lavelle fan. Like, I think she's a beast. Uh, but I wonder if all the, the runs that I see her make, I don't think that would translate as well to the, to the sand. I don't know if cutting up five girls and then scoring a goal, like it would be a little bit harder on the sand. So definitely a little bit of a challenge there. But, um, no, I think those are awful. What'd you say? She's from Ohio. I'll hey, her there you go. <laughs> <laughs> as I was to say, yeah, you gotta, you gotta message her and see if she, we can get her on the sand. That'd be huge. Um, Ladies, I appreciate y'all coming on here and, you know, just taking time out of your mornings. I know for me, it's a little bit earlier, but I'm already wide awake now and stoked to start my day. And I hope that y'all, you know, doing the same. Um, before we end off, I just want to make sure y'all have the opportunity to kind of plug anything that you want to plug. Uh, Megan, we can start with you. Um, just spread the sand. Keep grinding. Rebecca, Ashley, any, you want to plug anything? Beach Soccer VB, anything? Yeah, hashtag beach soccer baby. Um, no, I just, I just, I'm so thankful for, you know, this time right now and being able to connect 
through social media at best with so many great players, like even players I've not even ever met before, but the hype and the virtual hugs that we get, you know, for the trainings or anything that we post and the high fives is just so like rewarding and it keeps us motivated and it keeps us fueled and fired up to keep sharing and keep teaching and keep learning. So, um, you know, to anyone who's listening, like just keep it up, keep the hype up, keep the high fives coming, keep, keep working, keep growing the game. I'll just piggyback off Ashley. Yeah. Keep grinding. Uh, it's going to be good days. It's going to be bad days, but you got to go out there. Um, we're trying to build a community for beach soccer. So you got to work on yourself and you got to work on the youth and you got to work on the community just so keep giving it your all. This game is growing. It's going to be fantastic. And I think it's really going to take, you know, the nation by storm, the world by storm. So um, let's just keep giving it our all and yeah. Hashtag spread the sand. Appreciate y'all again. Uh, keep your grind. Grind up. People are seeing it. It's inspiring people. Um, excited to see what the women's game ends up. Uh, even more excited if you're heading to MBSL. Uh, that's going to be even even more hype. So appreciate y'all um, and everyone. Thanks for listening.